Today's year, Tanya, for the 29th of Teves, is the beginning of Pedic Tezvov, chapter 15. It's on page 215 in Lessons in Tanya. In the previous chapter, in Pedic Yudalud, the Al-Tazebbi explains the difference between the Tzaddik and the Benani, in that the Benani does not have control over his heart and therefore cannot prevail on himself to have pleasure in godliness exclusively. The heart, the Yetzirah, has its own feelings and it imposes those feelings in, in terms of becoming a thought and then the Benini overcomes that thought and rejects it and does what is holy. The Tzaddik, on the other hand, has no such duality of feelings. His love is for God exclusively, and the love is on the level of Ava B'taynugim, so that he not only loves God, but he takes pleasure in godliness. That's his pleasure in life. And therefore, he finds no pleasure in that which is unholy. And so there is no struggle, even on the emotional level, for the tzaddik, whereas with the benani, although he is in control of his behavior, but he has to struggle with his emotions. Now in Pedic, in chapter 15, the Rebbe will describe two types of benani. Within the level of benani itself, there are two levels, or two types. With this we will understand that which is written. Apostlekin Malachi, Shaftem Uriisem, Ben Tzadik Lorosho, Ben Eved Elikim Lasher Loyavodik. Come and you will see the difference between the Tzadik and the Rosha, and between the one who serves God and the one who doesn't serve. And the Gemara asked the question: Isn't this a repetition? Isn't this redundant? Isn't the Tzadik? the same or synonymous with the one who serves God and isn't Russia the one who doesn't serve him and there the Gemara explains only answers only half the question and the Al-Tadebbe explaining it based on what he was what was said and described before about the true definition meaning the inner definition of the Benani the Al-Tadebbe gives a whole new insight the tzaddik is not synonymous with the one who serves God. Because the one who serves God, in the present tense, means It means that he is presently in the middle of his work, of his service. Aveda means service, it also means work, labor. What is this labor? The labor is that he is struggling, he's battling with his Yetzirah to prevent it from taking control of the body. So that the animal soul, with its desires, not, not be clothed in the organs of the body to motivate or activate the body to, to act and to do in accordance with the dictates of the animal soul, of the Eitzahar. And this struggle 
is It is a constant battle, a difficult battle, to be constantly fighting with the Yitzhahar. So this is called Aveda. This is called effort, work, and service. And it is a description of the Bainan. So the one who serves God, who is serving God? A Bainani. Aval HaTzadik. The Tzadik is not synonymous with the one who serves. Because the Tzadik is Nikra Eved Hashem B'Shem HaTayar. The Bainani is, is described as the one who serves in the present tense. He is presently in the service working at godliness. The Tzadik is called the Eved. In the past tense, but also in the in the, as a noun it's not an activity on his part he is a servant it's a title like the titles or king the meaning of them is not that he is in the process of becoming a chacham or in the process of becoming a king it means that he has already become a, a, a chacham or a king the same is true with the tzaddik when we say that the tzaddik is Eved Hashem, Kvar Ovad Vigomar Lugamri Avedis Hamulchomim Hara. He already worked, he already waged his battles with the Yetzirah, Ad Kivigashehu Vayelachle, until he has displaced the Yetzirah and it has departed. And as the Gemara describes the tzaddik, his heart is empty within him because he has no Yetzirah. So that the job is over, and he is now in the state of an Eved Hashem, but not that he is Eved Hashem. The Gemara tells a story, which will be relevant a little bit later on in Tanya, but since we have, a little later on in this Pavik, but since we have some time on the tape, the, the Gemara tells a story of Rabbi Yaisi and Abchanina that they met. And this was during the time of the Romans, when it was prohibited by the Romans to teach Torah. And yet, Abchanina gathered students and taught them Torah. So Abyesi said to him, I marvel at you. And I, I wonder whether you won't end up being burnt for your efforts. In other words, it's a great Mesiris Nefesh. So Abchanina said to him, Abchanina ben Tzadya, so he said to him, Do you think that I will have a portion in the world to come? So Rabbi Yesi said to him, Klum maise yesh Is there something you've done, some great deed, that would bring you to Elam Haba, to the world to come? So Rabbi said that he had an instance where some money of Purim Tzedakah got mixed up with other tzedakah, and he went and he distributed it to the poor. So Rabbi Yesi was very excited, and he said, Halavai, my portion should be with your portion in the world to come. So the al explains the story in Lekutitayra. He says, first of all, we need to explain the story because Rabbi Yesi just finished marveling at the Mesiras Nefesh of Rabbi Hanina, in teaching Torah to, to to the people, even though it was dangerous, and that he would end up literally sacrificing his life for the study of Torah. And yet, 
when the Bifanina asks him whether he has a portion in the world to come, he he doesn't he doesn't say that he that he has earned a portion in the world to come because of his teaching of Torah. He asks him whether he's done anything special. So we need to understand that. Why isn't teaching Torah at the at the danger, at the expense of your life? Why is that not a worthy activity? And also, what Rabbi Hanina told him that he went and he distributed the money. Uh, among the poor, how does that mitzvah outshine the mesiras nefesh of of teaching Torah when it was when it was dangerous? So the Alter Rebbe explains that there's a possibility that a person can be by nature, by the nature of his animal soul, he can be a very studious person, and we see even by non-Jews that non-Jews will give up wealth and comfort in order to pursue knowledge, in order to study, because studying is their greatest pleasure in life, which means to say that it has nothing to do with holiness or with Kedusha or with the Ebeshta. It has to do with a disposition, with a personality with which a person is born, and this is the personality of his animal soul, not of his godly soul. So although there was no question that Rabbi Hanina studied Torah and taught Torah because it was holy and because it's godly and because it's God's Torah, yet it was also possible that in mixed in with this devotion to godliness, there could also be an interest on the part of the animal soul so that it's not La Hashem Levadi. So that the study of Torah and the devotion to the study is not purely godly it could have an element of the animal soul mixed in as well. And that's why Rebbe Hanina asks Rebbe Yaisi, will I have a portion in the world to come, meaning a portion worthy of, of, of tzaddikim on their level, will I have a portion in the world to come, or is this a mixture, or at least a little bit of animal soul mixed in that spoils it and ruins that level or that a particular degree of the portion in the world to come. So Abiyasi asks him whether there's a mice that he can point to that would prove that it is not his nature to sit and study. That it's not coming from his, this, the disposition of his animal soul. Generally the Gemara says and the Altarebbe will say it a little bit later in, in the Pedic, that a person who is a Moreshcheva has a dark bile his tendency is to be um, disinterested, dispassionate, and to sit and study. It is also the nature of the Moreshcheva to be very miserly. When Yesi asked Reb Hanina whether there's a maise that he has, he wasn't asking whether there is some other deed which he may have performed that would earn him a portion in the world to come. The portion in the world to come was from the, from the serious nefesh of studying Torah. But to prove that there was no element of animal soul involved, he asked him whether there's a maise that will show that he is not a mother by nature. So when Abchanina told him that when he had this money lying around, he went and he distributed it among the poor, which is an, an element or an aspect of a mother levina, of an outgoing personality, of an open personality, then that shows that his devotion to the study of Torah is not coming from a Moresh Chayra. It's not coming from a, 
disposition that is geared towards uh, towards introspection and towards uh, being a, uh, a bookworm and so on. And therefore, that proves that the study of Taita is purely godly and there's no element of animal soul in it. And therefore, his portion in the world to come is guaranteed because of his study of Taita. In the Hayyam Yayim for the 29th of Teves, Chav Tes Teves, the Rebbe writes, Anan, Po'ale Diyamoma Anan. We are day workers. Alashan from the Gemara. We are day workers. Or, we are the makers of day, the makers of light. Yayim Hu Oir. Day is light. Avedasenu Hi Avedas Oir. And our work is the work of light. To make the world light, to lighten the world, or brighten the world with the light of Torah. In addition to the fact that a person needs, with God's help, to be himself in a good place, one needs to be himself what he ought to be, but the whole Aveda is that we should all merit that we should be able to raise up students who will be well-established people, firmly established. Which means that they should be devoted in their heart and in their mind to the true inner kavana. And that is that it's not enough to study Taita, the revealed part of Taita, and to cherish the holiness through the doing of mitzvahs. But it's necessary also to work internally to do the Aveda within the heart. <laughs>